All right, first, first thing I'd like to say is I'd like to thank the pastors, the elders, the leaders of the house for bringing this program forward. Amen. And I believe, I believe that's why you see the church so packed, because they have found a way to get the members in the church involved in a way to improve themselves in their spiritual walk and six other walks in their life. And it's great. So I want to thank them for that. It's number one. I'll give a short testimony. I came to this church about two and a half years ago. Actually down the street, what I used to call before I became a member, a little storefront church. I sort of ridiculed it, you know, until I needed it, then it became a big, big church. <laughs> but at first it was a small, small little storefront church. So I came there. I was invited by Brother Jerry, who's not present. He invited me to a couple of fellowships uh, at, the, at that church. I turned them down. I went by the church one day. I, I laughed. You want me to go to that little small thing? It was a joke. But then when I needed that small thing, it was no longer a joke. So I came to church one day. I listened. Everything was good. And then I went home and I came back and I said, uh, you know what, I'm not coming back again. So he asked me why. He says, because I'm not religious. So he says, I suggest you speak to Minister Tony. So Minister Tony took me to the side and he ministered to me. He said, brother, uh, number one, why did you come to church? I says, well, brother, I have a heavy storm hanging over my head. And I was praying and I felt that God wasn't hearing me. So I woke up in the middle of the night. I actually believe the spirit woke me up. I couldn't sleep. That says, call Brother Jerry, and tell him to meet you at that church that next morning. But, when I, but then I said, I, when I came, I said, well, I'm not really about religion. So Minister Tony took me to the side and said, it's not about religion, brother. This is about building a relationship with God and the Word. All right? So thanks to Minister Tony, who's not here today, I might have turned around and walked out and lost my salvation just because of my thought. He turned me around by ministering to me. Okay? Hallelujah. Uh, now, my devotionals, number one is prayer. I have increased my prayer life in many ways. But the key way is when I wake up in the morning, I pray for those who can't do what I can do. They can't eat like I can eat. Maybe because of an illness or maybe because they can't afford it. So I pray for them. I also pray for my family more now, my church family and my home family. Okay, I pray for, and I pray for my family and friends. So my level of prayer have risen. Hallelujah. The next thing is next thing is I begin to read the word more. And I want to thank our pastor for that because before the series started, he threw something out to the men. He said, if you would just read two scriptures a day from the book of Psalms, Psalms and the book of Proverbs, you would become wiser in your walk, in your daily life, and in your spiritual life. And pastor, I found that to be on, as they say, the money. It's a fact. And, and one of the reasons why we should pray for others, is because when you pray for others, remember you might remember as a kid, we used to buy these boomerangs. When you throw it out, it comes back to you. So when you pray for others, it just comes back to you. You're, you're not losing anything. Basically, you're gaining a lot. All right? 
because you're seen on a higher realm. You're no longer down here. So it's coming back to you. So I have definitely improved my prayer life. I pray for, I pray for the families. I pray for the community, the leaders of the government, the children, the youth, and the sick. So I have improved that thanks to this series. And many of us have improved thanks to this series. It's got us thinking about how we can improve ourselves in this walk. Number, number three, relationship. Something that Pastor always taught on. He's big on relationship, but he's right. Okay? Improving your relationship, first of all, I didn't know. Well, I, I always believed in God, but I never really followed the, Christ so much. I believed in God. But I realize now that uh, Christ said it in John 4, 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that means you need to build a relationship with Christ first, and then he can go to the Father for you. So I have begun that building and building and building. As a matter of fact, I consider myself a work in progress. I came into the church a baby Christian. Now I'm a junior. <laughs> I'm a junior. <laughs> and also, after I started building a relationship with Christ, first of all, I built a relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After I built that relationship, I got stronger in my walk because I was going through a lot. Now I subscribe to Hebrews 13.5 where God says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I believe it. I'm convinced of it. Okay? So, therefore, I've, I've improved greatly thanks to all of this here. Now, getting to the end because we have a lot. In Romans 12.2 it says, don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Lastly, the evidence of our spiritual growth is called the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, the fruits of the Spirit, as we know, we have them on the wall. It's all about love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self-control. For, for these things, there's no law against it. There is no law, the Bible says, against these things. These things, if we build on these things, these are the best things we could build on. Why? Because they're spiritual weapons that knock down strongholds all over the place. It knocks them down. Okay? So the last thing I'm going to say, because like I said again, we have a lot of folks to talk, especially Minister Mickey. She's waiting. She's charged up. Uh, lastly, I have many here to thank who have been examples for me and inspirations to me, starting from the pastors to the elders to the ministers to the deacons' ministry to the ushers' ministry to the bells' ministry and to my co-workers in general. And I thank you very much. Hallelujah. told you. <laughs> Praise God. See, it's, it's like Prego. It's in there. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for... Now, that was a good message. We got, we got to bring him back just to preach the word one day. Ah. Amen. We also have Janice Torres. She's going to share a brief... Yeah, Janice Torres. Come. 
Where's Janice? Where's Janice? Come. Praise God. Oh my God, I'm nervous. Really nervous. But I just want to say before I start to tell you guys what these past devotionals reading this devotional week has been blessing me with. I came to this church in the old place when I was 23 years old. I'm 26 now. So it's been like two or three years. And the person that brought me to this church, she's not here today, which is Tiffany. She brought me to this church. And I could say when I first came, before I came here, I was so lost, so, so lost, so lost, confused and everything. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys for always praying for us and just building us up and being there for us. And these, before Pastor talked about the devotional week and the transformation, my prayer has been telling God I want to get closer to him because I felt like so distracted. So distracted, and my distracting is not TV, not games, not social media. My distracting is sleep. All I want to do is sleep, 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 because I'm so, like, overwhelmed with school, studying, and waking up early. So I found myself sleeping so much. So I told God, like, you need to wake me up, because I need to wake up and start reading your word more. And then I come to church on Sunday. Pastor wasn't here, and... um. We look up there, we see the video, and he's talking about this. And I'm like, wow, this is the opportunity right now. God just answered my prayer right now to read this and get closer to him. So I've been reading this this past week, and it's been very, 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 very a blessing. He's been blessing me, blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing, my birthday, blessing after blessing after blessing, everything. And I felt like I needed more. Like, I wanted more, more of his word. And I was doing, like Pastor always says, we need to do our own research. So I was doing my own research, and I came up with, I found 13 most inspirational and encouraging Bible verses to me. There's more, but I'm going to share just 13 of them. And, <laughs> and there's... Amen. And number one is um, Psalms 37.4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Number two is, we just, it's crazy because at Bell's this morning, we just read this scripture. And it's John 14.27. I am leaving you with a, a gift of peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Number two, I mean, number three is Psalms 46, 1. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. And that was amazing because it's true. And um, number four is 1 Peter 5, 7. Give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. And, they, and in this week's devotional, they talked about this. We have to give all our worries and everything, our pain to God. And that's what I've been doing. Number seven is Galatians 6, 2. I mean, number four, right? Five, no, seven, seven, yeah. Is don't worry about, oh, no, five. 
Sorry, I'm ahead. Number five is, and this was also in the devotional week, Philippians 4, 6, 7. And it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Oh, that's amazing. And number six is 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And number seven is Galatians 6, 2. Share each other's burdens and in his way, obey the law of Christ. And then number eight is 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the, for the Lord is ever useless. And, the, and this one is most, everyone knows, should know this one. Number nine, fifth, um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Number 10 is Romans 8.31, when then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And number 11 is, Matthew 6, 25 through 34. If, um, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food. Barns for your heavenly father feeds, feeds them. And aren't you for, for more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon and all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderly, wonderfully for you, for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today is enough for today. Today is enough for today. That one was my favorite. <laughs> and number 12, James 1, 2 through 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind comes your way, consider it 
an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Wow. And last but not least, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, I hate, I can never pronounce that one. 31 through 8. And it says, do not be afraid of or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you, nor abandon you. Oh. Thank you all. God bless. Excellent.